Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com. Yeah. Hey everyone, check out Exo Protein Bars and use coupon code BACKPACKING to get 15% off their tasty and nutritious trail snacks. Check them out at exoprotein.com. Warning. Carl's feet have a radioactive BO smell, and no shoes will last more than five days on his feet. Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Backpacking and Blisters podcast. My name is Carl Mandrioli, even though my co-host is about to introduce me. I'm going to say my name anyway. <laughs> With me today is Derek Somerville, a man who uses his own shoes as backup water bottles. Wow. How you doing? Backup water bottles. That is amazing. And with me today is Carl Mandrioli, the only man who, if he takes off the insoles of his shoes, thinks he has more soul on the trail. Carl. Gotta try harder than that, Derek. Gotta try harder. Is that true? I'm trying. I tried to make the joke really bad mm, so it resonated mm. with your style. You know what I mean? That's I think you succeeded then. So take well off done. the insoles to get more soul right. on the trail. We, We're talking about shoes today, blisters and backpacking, because we are talking about everything footwear, everything you want to know, and more. And we'll probably still miss some stuff. So mm. that's what we got for today. And this episode is brought to you by Summit Strength. If you are an amateur trekker looking to complete your bucket list adventures, check out Rowan Smith at summitstrength.com.au to help you out. Carl, uh, today's something different about today's episode, Carl. I don't know if you noticed. What? Something's a I little different. Notice. Something's a okay. little bizarre about today. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but we've, for some reason, been doing everything backwards. So I don't know mm. what it is. It just it feels weird today, but I get, we'll just keep going. Um, Feels good to me. Yeah, today's Bible verse is Deuteronomy 8.4. Your clothing did not wear out on you, nor did your feet swell these 40 years. Mm. So That's a good one. Having good footwear is going to keep your feet from swelling, guys. Uh, that's what we're talking about today. Is it really? So. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, good footwear. And okay. proper proper fluids will help as well. Mm. And avoiding And avoiding bees. That's Probably. that that part's true. So especially if you're yeah. allergic. But we will talk about. I actually have um, s- kind of swelling feet on my list of things to talk about. So we'll get to that for sure. Do you? Mm. I do. I do. So seeing as how this is like blisters and backpacking episode, mm. Derek, what is yeah. what's the blister in your life right now? What is the blister in my life that needs to be popped? I think there are just a lot of like little house projects around my house that are becoming mm. these little 
blister nuisances that I, I like dishes. Uh, it's just like it's more of it's like garden stuff, like yard stuff. Okay, you know I don't yeah. get out there as much as I want, and it's becoming this like blister of a problem where like I see it every day, I know it's every day, but I'm like, do I want to go out there and do it? I don't know. Gotcha. So the blister just keeps getting bigger. So I'm gonna need okay. to pop it. And do you you really want to pop it? You don't want to just drain it like from the side with some sort of a lancing device. No, it's not a bad idea. Popping's not a good idea. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Maybe I'll just squeeze it really hard. What about you? What's okay. your what's your blister? The easy answer is you, Derek. Of course, is the blister in my life. Wow. But it's always rubbing yeah. against you, causing friction. You know. Yeah. Honestly, the blister in this time of year is the um, winter solstice is coming. Mm. The darkness is so early that kind of makes me sad. But once the once the solstice hits, then all good from there, man. It's kind of lighter later, and things are looking up. But do you do you get depressed when the sun goes down? Is that what you're saying? I just yeah, I don't get outside as much. Mm, yeah. Do you? Uh, not as much, but I try to get out. But okay. yeah, it's it's definitely harder for sure. Okay. Well, I got a story for you today that um, involving foot footwear. Kind of a sad story, actually. Ooh, so okay. there's this guy who actually um, does a backpacking podcast, and he decided to wear new shoes on a backpacking trip this past summer and really hurt himself. Is that like a rookie mistake? Do you think? Hmm. What do you mean by really hurt himself? Was this like a like a a tender annoyance, or was it like a legit? injury like he didn't finish i mean i wasn't it wasn't me so it's hard for me to know but he did finish mm. there was a lot of complaining a lot of tears and wincing <laughs> <laughs> well if i know this guy uh he's a legend already so if he's okay. wincing or or irritated it's gotta be legit but i don't yeah. i don't know if it was legit i think he threw a little tiger bomb on there because his cohort compatriot was Ready with that, um, and uh, it was fine. We're talking about Derek, of course. Yeah. Now, just 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 to clarify, though, did you pull the shoes out of the box like as you are starting the hike, like at the trailhead? This is what I'm worried about with you, is because we had a brief discussion on a podcast about this, and I said that okay. I had walked around my house and the and the sidewalk for like right. I think it was a I don't know a few days, maybe it was a week. I don't know a few days at yeah. least. I'm I'm just giving you a hard time. I remember. No, this. no, but you did make a good point. You're like, dude, Derek, you gotta go like on some hikes, like uphills, downhills. You gotta like stretch right. them out a little bit. And I I just didn't do that. And I thought, well, eh, break them in. I'll get the insoles molded. I'll be fine. So it did. Yeah. It, it actually this is the first trip I've ever had where I had an Achilles annoyance. And uh, so right. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was terrible. So you this this story that you have actually inspired me to talk about how other people might have encounter the same situation if they're not careful so that's on my on my list of mm. footwear information today yes yeah we each have our yeah. three foot uh notes today footnotes that's a yeah. that's a you joke right hey. there Look at that. Hey, footnotes there wow i'm good notes yeah now i do feel like you right. <laughs> okay do you want to go first uh, i'll go first sure yeah okay so one of my one of my points about f- proper footwear on the trail was most people know this if you're experienced, but like if you're a new backpacker and you're looking for shoes, there's something as a, as a rule of thumb that you want to be aware of. Like the heavier the shoe, obviously the more energy you're going to expound on the trail. Expound. And okay. use, did I say expound? Use up on the trail. Expend? Expend. Sorry. On the trail. Uh, and obviously the lighter, the less energy. But the lighter the shoe, you might have less protection. Mm. So the key is finding that harmony balance of light and durable because if your feet hurt, that's the thing you're 
definitely using the most on the trail. I mean, every step is, right. is huge. So I would say spend a little right. bit of extra money and get something of quality rather than, you know, a cheap price. So you think this is the number one most important item to really take your time and invest in? Is that correct? I, well, it's hard to say the most, but it's got to be one of the... I'd say it's got to be one of the most uh, of like okay. the t- you know of the obvious you know like sleeping bag you know backpack you know all yeah. that but I don't have them ranked I just I just hadn't thought of that so your vital items I guess you could say can you say vital items okay like if yeah. you so it, it would number two be like the bandana yeah oh clearly the bandana well I was gonna say the aqua okay. clip but I don't know that's that depends of on course. the list and the person of course so. <laughs> <laughs> now now bottles number two on my list you've got the sliding scale. It sounds like if I'm gonna if I can kind of sum up yours real quick, where the heavier the shoe, so to speak, the more protection you have, and the lighter the shoe, the less the less amount of protection, and maybe the less durability you might have. Is that correct? In in general, but there okay. I think there are, as you know, there are better shoes out there today that are light and durable, and they and they give you really good support too. Yeah. So. So my my first one's actually really similar, but my sliding scale is a bit different. And you might even okay. sounds like you might even disagree with this based on what you just said. But my right. sliding scale is the lighter the shoe, typically you know like like let's say the lightest would be your typical running shoes, like your road running shoes. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's yeah. gonna be the lightest weight, and they're gonna have the least amount of support. So they're gonna bend right. the most typically, and you're gonna feel the rocks, especially if it's a rocky kind of rutted trail. And it's going to make your foot muscles work more as a result. But the overall right. weight factor is lighter weight. Then as you slide it kind of farther to the right, then you have trail runners, which have a little more support, light hikers, and then, of course, boots. But as you slide it more to the right, right, you're getting more support but significantly more weight. So like what you said, trying right. to find the right balance, it's, it's different for everybody, right? And it's it depends upon the terrain and, the, and depends upon what you're used to. Yeah, and that's what's so hard It's because – if you're a new backpacker and you like I, these shoes are great and they feel great in the store sure but right if you don't that's what's hard you can't i guess depending on where you buy them like you know you got to be able to go check the return policy because you might get out there and do a few like day hikes around your city or your house or whatever and you'd be like dude these shoes right. are terrible and then you want to be able to take them back and get something else so the whole one pound on your foot or on your feet equals five pounds on your back that's kind of a mm. saying for hiking, like, you know, the heavier your shoe, just like, it just, it kind of compounds the weight. Like it makes it, it's harder to walk with heavier shoes than to add more weight in your back, essentially. Mm-hmm. But they've mm-hmm. kind of done some research on that. And that's actually proven to be relatively true. Maybe not like yeah. that exact equation. And so, yeah, so it, the, I, I would say that what the least amount of shoe that you can get away with, the happier you're going to be in terms of like fatigue factor. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, and I even noticed it. I notice it every trip, like when we have to get our feet wet or when we, you know, you're crossing a brook and you slip off a rock or what, like right. occasionally your foot gets wet. Right. And then you, you, I notice a big difference, like until those shoes dry, like I can feel a little bit of a weight difference. So I can oh, only yeah. imagine like, man, I'm wearing these big old boots. And if I had to get those wet, oh my gosh, not only drying would be horrible, but it's like, that's a lot of weight. man. Yeah. It's a lot of weight. But the support factor too, if you tend to carry a heavier pack, you're going to want that support because again, your feet yes. are going to be working harder as a result. So, 100%. All right, so where so where are you on the sliding scale? Are you you're the you're the light hiker guy, right? If I yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to push the boundary of light shoe, but I I try to I think I tried to find a shoe that um, had a really rigid bottom and yeah. a good heel. And I think that's I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but so that's one step 
more substantial than a trail runner. Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. What about you? You you, you kind of like the trail runnery. I'm more yeah. I fluctuate more between trail runner and road running shoe. Depends on how how heavy my pack is and how many miles we're going. But like last summer, I was I was in a road running shoe. So and that worked for me. Interesting. But yeah. it just depends. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So that was my first one. What's your next one? What you got? Uh, my next one is uh, <clears throat> talking about support. So you want to make sure you get a shoe that has like not just like it feels good right but you want to get a shoe that has like ankle support lateral support for like the tops of your feet because you have like muscles across the top of your feet and you want longitudinal support um meaning longitudinal well, i'm support. gonna pull out that word i know it's a big word for you did you is that part of my research yeah, it's part of my research and i kind of agree with this because uh like sometimes in the past like i've rolled my foot and i didn't really hurt my ankle but i hurt like the the muscle on top of on the top outside part of my foot and there's like this muscle that kind of goes hmm. across the top and that usually gets jacked really good if you like roll your ankle a certain way or tweak your foot real quick or something like that so i would say make sure that cuz some some of these lightweight shoes i've noticed are are they're just they'll claim like this this shoe dries out it's waterproof it dries out super quick and and that might be all good and fine and dandy but like if you're sacrificing material and support on the top of your foot and the ankle just to have a quickly drying shoe like that's not worth it to me like i would rather have a shoe that supports the top of my foot and the ankle because uh you're packing on the miles like carl said you're going to be using all parts of your foot all the muscles in your foot sort of because i think that for people that really need that support i think it's kind of how you started this i think what you're saying is essential that like they they need that support from all angles like i went with a guy once who if he didn't have an ankle brace on he took it off for a couple minutes and started walking on flat ground that was like you know not uneven he would twist his ankle immediately and so he needed that support but not everybody needs that support so i would say as needed would be my addendum to that but like i don't yeah like i don't typically need that much so i want to get away with so you're you're saying your ankles are just really strong like do you do ankle exercises or i think i've talked about this before because i used to have the weakest ankles i twisted them all the time grant playing basketball to the point where i had to have double ankle braces on just to play basketball <laughs> double yeah and then when i started i know it was bad and then when i started trail running <laughs> I strengthen my ankles. To, well, go ahead. What does that look like? I'm just trying to think of what that looked like on the basketball court. I think you're not. You get a lot of weird looks. Sorry, sorry. No, I mean, I get it. I don't think. Oh, so. you mean oh, one on each? You're talking one. On, I, I thought yeah, you one like on each. I, maybe I didn't say that very well. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you like double, <laughs> like two on one ankle. No, they, some some braces are more more substantial than others, but right. No, I have have them on both ankles and anyway since i started after i started trail running i would strengthen my ankles and then i, I after I, you know i'd play basketball after that i never needed the ankle braces anymore so right. as a result i have stronger ankles i still twist them every now and again so that's not perfect but i try to get away with the least possible okay so yeah. that's your second one my second one is yeah. brand is a personal choice so you've got to get fitted so you might you know go on youtube and look at reviews and oh my goodness this is the best shoe ever or this is the best boot ever, and you're like, I want that boot. It does everything I want it to do. But if it doesn't fit your foot, it's going to be horrible for you. So you've got, like, even if it's a brand that you, you just, for whatever reason, you have kind of a, a bad vibe from, like, try whatever. And you've got to get fit. And like you already mentioned, you got to try it out, right? So right. there was a brand that, like, I just so wanted to use. 
and I tried them out this past summer on like a kind of a run hike I did over 15 miles and I turned one of my toenails black and I had like four blisters from this just single day and I was like this is ridiculous so yeah so I had to return those so as a result trying them out like you just walking around the store walking around your house is not going to cut it so so my thought is try to find a place that has a really good return policy so you can really try them out on the trail and then I've got a brand to be careful of okay have you heard of the brand Ultra A-L-T-R-A A-L-T-R-A yes yeah okay so this ties back with your Achilles issue. So um, they make shoes that are cool because they're shaped like your foot, so you're less likely to kind of rub around the edges for Mm -hmm. blisters. Right. But they have what's called a zero drop, which means it's like a flat shoe. There's no, like the heel is not higher than the toe box. And if most shoes don't have that, and so if you're not used to that, it actually can strain your Achilles you almost have to train your feet and your legs with that shoe before you go out with it. It's funny you are mentioning that because I was when I was doing my research, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I should talk about this zero drop thing. But um, right, because it, it it looked like a lot of people had complaints about it and that their feet were hurting and they yeah know, pulled something. We've right. got a guy in my in my work that um, he actually just qualified for the Olympic marathon trials, wow. so he's he's the real deal. Yeah. And he told me, he said that he would, he tried on some ultras cause he, he like it's a part-time thing. He works at a running store. He mm. tried on ultras and like halfway through the day, his Achilles was hurting just from walking around the store. Jeez. So that's not good. He just wasn't. I'm yeah. so surprised these shoes are pretty big. No, but if, if you, yeah, if you're used to that, if you walk around like in flip-flops all the time, which is also zero drop. That's true. For the most that's part, true. then it might, it might suit you better. Yeah. That said, like I have a shout out for a brand that I just downright do not like, mm. New Balance. Really? You're not a New Balance Watch guy. out for New Balance. Yeah. No, I used to be big time New Balance. They made like a series of shoes I was all in on like three, four years in a row. And then after that, like their quality went downhill. So Do they sponsor Aquaclip or, or no? Is that... We are definitely sabotaging ourselves with some sponsorships. Not that we ever would get a big company, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to tell the B&Bs like it is though. I'm not going to be... Okay, I'll tell. Okay, I got to be positive to you. I like Brooks. Brooks is my favorite brand, but again, it's personal choice. What's is there a brand that you just don't like? Uh, um, I tried. No, I mean, I like I like I like them all for different reasons. I think a little bit. I think. Okay, what's what's your favorite? Give me give me a favorite then. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think I have Obos. I, I like okay. the Obos. Yeah, I had uh, Solomon's. Yeah, those those were okay. Those are probably two of my okay. go tos. I'd say. Gotcha. But I, I agree with you. Like, you want to really like take your time when you're buying a new shoe and. I, I may buy a new shoe for the next trip. I'm not even sure yet. Hopefully not the day before. Yeah, day before, for sure. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to take them to the trail and pull them out of the box before we get in on the trail. That could be a challenge. That would be. That could be a challenge. You could add it to the list. There you go. All right, your last one. What's your last one? My last one was a good soul. Uh, having a good, deep, uh, just a good soul that really helps uh, absorb the impact. And, and, and when you get a good soul that you feel comfortable putting your weight on, um, and absorbing all the impact, it's going to do a couple of things. It's going to help give you some better grip on slippery surfaces, and it can also, I think, more importantly, even uh, it'll save your knees and your legs over the long haul. Mm. Because if you're just impact, impact, impact every step with this right. big backpack on your back, if it's a thin sole and you're not really getting a lot of absorption, then you're going to be your knees are probably your knees are going to start hurting after a while, right? And your back probably too. So. Get a good sole that's cushiony, comfortable, deep, um, and just absorbs a lot of your impact. And I think maybe the bigger kind of guy you are, maybe the better 
or you know bigger deeper soul i don't know obviously we're talking about shoes so everybody is going to feel different about everything i say but I think in general, a comfortable <laughs> big soul. I know. Right? Keep I mean, it going, Derek. Keep true. Going. <laughs> yeah, I'm just digging a ditch. Uh, <laughs> comfortable like soul, you're, guys. You're, you're, you're like, here's my answer. Oh, wait, but what about this? Oh, yeah. And you got to consider, like, there's a lot to consider, like, with shoe stuff. So There is. There for sure. <laughs> for sure. But I'm just saying, if you have a shoddy soul, you're in, internally and in your shoe, um, <laughs> then your, knee, your knees and your legs and your heart are gonna hurt if okay. anybody got that joke that was a bad joke but let's leave it let's leave it in. <laughs> i feel like carl today you made fun of me for the never-ending answer in the last episode i think i think you win <laughs> this one <laughs> oh um i agree and typically the, the absorption quality of shoes unless you're buying ones that like specifically don't have them they're good like out of the box they're good they're gonna absorb and they're gonna be solid i think where most people are gonna have problems is if they're carrying either a lot of weight on their body or a significantly heavier pack and they haven't bought the appropriate shoe to pair up with that, the more substantial shoe, right? Mm. And then the other issue is is hanging on to those shoes too long. So then that breaks down all that material. So I, I think they say like, I don't know how much it is for hiking boots, but for running shoes, it's like three to 500 miles is kind of your max there. Right, 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 right. So yeah, I, remember, I remember you hung on to some shoes for like 10 years and sounded like that the year 10 they were working for you but i i doubt they had the absorption quality no they did not but i will say after 10 years those if i didn't melt those by the fire uh those shoes were they were great i i yeah. only got the blisters that one first year but that was a sock issue i think for me ever okay. since then uh i think i've maybe had like one other blister in like 10 years that was it it was great okay so yeah you know sometimes right. well, the oldies are goodies i don't know but then again, so, I'm not. Yeah, I wasn't as long pat- as they're not broken down, because then you have the other issues, like you mentioned with the knees and stuff. Right, and that's the thing. I think yeah. uh, I, I started noticing my knees were hurting toward the end. Um, like last right. trip, I didn't have one knee issue whatsoever. So I think that was just the you know just more support. And my other shoes were just they had so much wear and tear. But I don't go, I don't do as many miles as you uh, per year. So I, I knew I could stretch those out for quite a bit longer than the norm. Right. You can wear yeah. them to like the grocery store and then. Go over the little, you know, parking lot islands onto some uneven rock as you go into the store. Like that mm, works. I could just like walk around my flower bed too, maybe. You know. Yep. Yeah. To do that gardening anyway. It's true. All right. So what's your three? My last yeah. one is 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 referencing your like idea of the sw- the swollen feet, and if you're putting a lot of miles on your feet, they are naturally going to swell. You're not going to be able to to stop them from swelling in your shoe. So to avoid blisters from swollen feet, you got to make sure your foot box is substantial enough for your foot. So if your toes are like rubbing the side of the shoe, what, you know, like right out of the box, chances are that's going to get worse as you go basically. So substantial toe box is my last thought there. All these things add up, dude. I mean, if you don't have uh, the proper uh, like and I think it's it's a good recommendation like you made earlier like getting somebody who knows what they're talking about like fit your shoe to see like well I don't even know right. so I think a lot of people don't really know what they're looking for I think there's no well this feels good but I've had shoes that feel good but they have in a lot of these outdoor stores they have this like fake hill this fake yeah. rocky hill that you can kind of yeah, walk I have up seen and that. down no that's not good no enough. it's like that's not two seconds it. of work because I, I I bought some shoes and I did that and then I took it home. And then I noticed like the heel support or it just, it just kept like 
it kept kind of like sliding up a little bit. And I was like, oh, I didn't even notice this in the store. Like this isn't going to only thing that's going to prevent blisters. Obviously there's the sock element as well and some other factors. But I think if you can kind of find where you should be, where should go on the sliding scale and yeah, kind of follow, follow the tips we had. I think that you're on your way to a blister free trip. Indeed you do my friend. Indeed you do. Do we have a trivia today? Carl. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. It's time for trivia. Yes. Are you prepared? Trivia. Shoe trivia. We've got three questions for you. Three questions. Here we go. Are you prepared? Because this is actually our last trivia before Gulp. Gulp. Christmas, and we're tied one-to-one, so I might we'll have to decide what we're going to do if, if, you, if mm. you get these right. But yeah. you got to get two out of three. So first question, what is a minimalist shoe, and is it appropriate for backpacking? A minimalist shoe. Uh, well... Yep. I'd say a minimalist shoe is just that. It's minimal. There's probably um I like probably. Well, there's <laughs> there's there's well, I have seen some minimal shoes. So like minimal shoes there's like uh zero drop shoes. There's like yep. uh some some people consider like Vibrams or Vibrams um minimalist shoes. So. Okay. What are Vibrams? You never have seen the Vibrams? No, I I'm trying to have you explain it better. Okay, Vibrams or Vibrams are shoes that uh, are waterproof shoes. They each toe goes in its own little hole. Okay, and uh, it's got kind of like webbing on the top, and you know, not waterproof. So a lot of people like those shoes. The bottom is the bottom is the bottom. Yeah. Well, my top is as well, but I don't know what kind of shoes you got. So 
they have those types of shoes. So I'd say it's a shoe that just is the bare minimum, exactly that, where it doesn't provide a lot of support. But it's um, but if you're that kind of a person that you want super minimalist stuff, like we have a guy who hikes in sandals. So yeah, but nobody I would say those are hardly anybody does that. We can't use him as an example. So <laughs> I know. Are you about right, to say, so that, say that the, the, Are you about to say these are appropriate for, the, for backpacking? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just gonna say the opposite. I was gonna say okay. for the trail for backpacking, they are definitely not something I would recommend because. There's just too many unknown factors when you're backpacking through rocks and streams and yeah. there's all kinds of stuff and it's just not enough protection, just not enough support. Okay. So I would not recommend minimalist shoes. That might be your Correct. Best, that might be your best trivia answer of all time right there. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was like you had things I was going to reference to explain some things, but um, I think you hit, you hit everything. So I will say that I've seen people backpacking with the, the Vibram. They're called the Vibram Five Fingers. And yeah. they are not, yeah, they're not meant for that. And if you are going on a legit backpacking trip, that is not nearly enough support. And I've seen people have some serious issues. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. bought some, not for backpacking, but I bought some for running during the whole like barefoot running craze. It was kind of like an added layer of protection. And I was talking yeah. to the guy at REI and he's like, yeah, people have been buying a lot of these, but these are also like frequently returned. So mm. as a result, mm. also like after a couple of years, I think this might like I, this is unconfirmed, but I think this might be the most returned shoe of all time is the Vibram Five Fingers. So is that right? yeah, because people thought it would work for them and it ended up jacking them up. And it, dude, come on, I don't. It looks silly. Like you have each toe goes in its own slot. It's a hassle to get <laughs> get them on correctly. They just look silly. Yeah. So now I have a pair of them, but I only use them for a specific thing. And so there's a, there's a spot, I, I go in the ocean a lot, and there's a spot um, that I will use them to, I'll use, basically I use the current and the waves to get up onto these cliffs and rocks, but the cliffs and rocks have like mussels and barnacles and sharp yeah. things. So I use it's those protection. shoes to climb up and for protection, and, okay. and it's really easy. But that's it. Other than that, I'm like, mm don't really feel the need to use these yeah and so what i would recommend if you really are into that for that for that kind of use is is getting a minimalist shoe that doesn't have the individual toe slots so you can just pop them on pop them off so yeah yeah. honestly i'm i'm if you have if you if your feet get really tired Mm. at the end of the day on a backpacking trip i'm not talking about i'm talking about your foot muscles like on the bottom of your feet Yep. Minimalist shoes it would actually be pretty good to train with to kind of strengthen your feet. Just kind of walking around town or whatever. Maybe mm. not going for hikes, but at least nothing substantial. So I'm actually considering that because when I did that FKT this past summer, that was the one area that my like my feet were exhausted, like just the bottoms of them. So oh, I want really? to be stronger this year. That's All a good right. idea. Anyway, long answer, long discussion. That was good. Number two Big is a true or false question. Yep. Okay. Wearing hiking boots can make you look like a serious outdoors person. <laughs> That's such an opinion. <laughs> I, I would say I would say false, but I think a lot of people would say true. I yeah. mean I think it depends where you're from. I think uh if I'm answering it, I'd say false. But I think there's a lot of legit people and I'd say legit outdoorsy people that probably do wear boots. So I mean it's I think either answer is actually fine. I'm not even talking about like are they a legit outdoor person. I'm talking about like are they do they look, do they legit? look like one, yeah. I guess true. I mean, I okay. guess you're playing the part. I mean, I think sure. there's a lot of people out there that go with a more substantial shoe, the boot, just to look more hikerish, like the stereotype, wildernessy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you, yeah, do you agree with that? that? I would I would agree with that, yeah. Okay. I think, you know, because that, that happens a lot in every facet of fashion, right? Like, if I have this on, I'm going to look like this person right. or this type yeah. of person. Or you just think, hiking boot, I'm going hiking, uh, you know, that mm-hmm. fits. So, true, I would agree with that. That's an opinion question, but I think we're on the same page on that one. So, true. Right. Last question. When do waterproof shoes or boots not work? Give me like a couple examples. Uh, never. They never work. Uh, that's my answer. They're, okay. They're going to absorb some water. I think there's... They sometimes work. <laughs> You're talking about waterproof shoes. We've Maybe had this conversation the where there's no shoe that's truly waterproof or something that's truly waterproof. There's like... But as a, there's a reason for that, though. There's two scenarios that make it bad. Well, you're going to maintain moisture inside, and that's bad. Um, okay, so how does the moisture get inside? So that's the two scenarios. What, what are the two issues that might cause that? Uh, sweat from walking right. around and um, submerging your foot completely under the water, I would say. Going over, over the, the sock. shoe, yeah. Yeah, over the shoe, over the sock. Yeah. Um, that's definitely going to happen. So uh, if, you walk, if you walk in an inch of water with a waterproof boot, right. it's not going to... Unless they're like they've lost their waterproofness, it's not going to penetrate. So, no. so they they work in that scenario. Yeah, I, I guess they work in that. I mean, an inch of water, really? I mean, I don't know. Sure, okay. I guess they work in that scenario. But I'd say as a as a, is it okay. worth it to spend money on quote unquote waterproof shoes when you know nothing's full waterproof unless you're like in some dry suit from head to toe? You know, that's. I will give you a scenario where I might okay. consider one. All right, give me how one. about that? All right. So let's say we're going higher elevation and we're on trail to like for a while, but then we got to go off trail or we hit snow patches or we might go on like a glacier or on some ice and right. the ice, we, we hit it later in the day. So it's a little softer. If you have a waterproof shoe or boot, then it's not, it's not going to soak up all that moisture. Okay. Okay. I could, get, I could get behind that. I could get behind that. It's a very okay. specific yeah. uh, situation, but okay. It is, but we might hit that sometime soon i still feel like i got three out of three so i'm gonna take that you did you did you're good this is this is good trivia to to make it awkward that we tied before christmas and thus we don't have somebody passing out business cards we got to figure out (laughs) we got to extend this we'll we'll come up with something later we don't have a. we'll think about it over christmas yeah all right well congratulations and do you have tidbits we got some tidbits carl we have some tidbits just a few um one tidbit is i have an algene story for everybody uh tidbits you know mm. how big i am on my tidbits gotta do my tidbits uh so i had an algae <laughs> bottle i used them for to make certain uh food meals for my girls uh they they eat through they eat through their stomach through a g-tube so anyway i'm filling up the nalgene bottle and it slips out of my hand and it falls down on my floor which you know typical flooring nothing mm. crazy no tile and the bottle shatters just shatters like it wasn't a crack but it was like a large three inch by one inch chunk of plastic just flew out and everything flew in three inch that's significant that's like it's huge that's major i'm like how and this bottle is maybe a couple years old and it's not like i'm this is the bottle i make food i put it in the fridge and i occasionally put it in a backpack so it's not like it's getting a lot of wear and tear you know what i mean and it just did anybody get hurt by nalgene shrapnel Thankfully, no. There were no casualties, okay. but I did have a big mess to clean up, so I I had to get another one. But I was very shocked that it just and it wasn't even it was maybe like a three foot drop 
So it's not like, okay. you know, some huge drop. So I, I see where I see where you're going with this. I, I know what you're getting at. We have a pretty big audience out there. You want similar stories and you want to establish a class action lawsuit against Nalgene. Is that correct? I want to fight them teeth and bone to the to the day I die. <laughs> I want free Nalgene forever. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was just pretty funny, I thought. Yeah. You know, they claim to be indestructible, but let's run them over with a car. Yeah. But you can't handle a three-foot I think, so. But I think I shared that I saw, that I found one on the trail once with like a bear tooth puncture mark on it. I mean, it's a bear, though. Yeah. I mean, a bear, I don't know. Can a, I mean, a bear, I'm, I'm just not surprised. Right. I don't know why. Okay. Not. All right, um, that's good. Okay, so we, tip number two, uh, we, we got an email from a gentleman, Jim, yes. Jim H. And uh, Jim had an awesome paracord story for us about... How they, you know, they went down this on this trail. And they, 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 they. He knew that there was this river and this bridge was out, and they were gonna cross this river or stream or whatever. And they got there, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know if we can cross right. this, right?" So they, they took a bunch of paracord, they tied it at one end, and then they, they ended up uh, fashioning. Um, they, they took it across. One yep. guy, one guy swam across upstream, which was a great idea. And once they got over there, they tied it off. And then they used carabiner hooks to slide all the packs over. I was like, that's a genius idea. He's like, not. Uh, he's like, the packs stayed dry, I believe, was what. Did any yeah. of the packs get messed? I don't think any of them got wet. No. No, it was the backpack zipline. Did you just call the backpack zipline a genius idea? Because that was mine from last episode. Yeah, but did you use the carabiners? Do we use carabiners? I'll take it. Uh, I don't we, don't, we, we don't want to bring the extra weight. See, that's why his is genius. It's so much easier. Because he has extra weight? Well, he just, you know convenience so uh okay. so anyway he they got the backpacks across and then i think i believe they used the rope or the paracord to get across but then he was saying no they sw- they, sw- they swam across or they swam across okay i missed that part yeah they swam across but then he was saying that the paracord uh, he noticed absorbed a lot of water and right. it became less uh you know good was a, what was the word? <laughs> less good i guess there was a word he used that i can't find right now but okay but it absorbed, and so he switched to a different type of. Uh, yeah. I guess there's lots of options out there. You know, the paracord is just so. is just so cheap, just a lot of bang for your buck. It's cheap and good. Yeah, but yeah. There's better stuff for yeah. sure. But no, it's a cool story, so cool, cool connection for sure. So Jim, yeah, yeah, Jim, way to go. Yeah, for sure. Props, gold star for me. Nothing from Carl. Okay. Typical. <laughs> our final tidbit is about our. You get a lot today. I guess my final tidbit, Carl. Three, <laughs> three now, three now. Strike three. Um, it's about our Christmas episode. So what we're going to do something a little different. We're not going to repeat a an old episode over Christmas. What we're going to do is we're going to release like a short, I don't know, uh, 10 minute, 5, 10 minute episode. And what it be, it, I don't know. We haven't recorded it yet, so it could be longer. Okay, maybe it's going to be longer. Well, either yeah. way, it's going to be short. And basically what it is is Carl and I are going to provide you guys with some questions to test your B&B knowledge. So it might Trivia re- questions. Trivia questions. So you get the questions, and we want to see if you guys can answer them correctly. So... Um, we're each going to give you about five questions each, maybe more. Do you have any more than five or you get more? Or is that we got five each. So we got okay. 10 total. And 10 this total. is, and this is like how well have you picked up on some things from our show? Right. So for those of you that have actually listened to most, if not all the episodes, right. you will likely do very well with this. Yeah. Some, some of the stuff is, some of the questions refer to recent and then some of the questions go way back. So right. it'll test your knowledge and we'll see if Just everybody, for fun. yeah, we'll see who, who, how you guys do. So it'll be. A little something different for you guys. Yeah, so you can listen to it and just kind of just play along. Or if you actually want to participate, I'll have a kind of a trivia form that will be linked in the show notes that you can just kind of click on. And I think you should be able to use your phone for it. Or you can yep. um, access it on the Facebook page or even on our um, 
minuscule Twitter following. I'll put it put it out there as well. But now, obviously, you could just click on that and not even have to listen at all. But I'm gonna at least for my questions, I'm gonna provide some hints for you, and and we'll have some good fun with it too. I got I got a couple tough ones. I'm okay, but I have like three pretty easy ones. We don't get a lot of a lot of downloads during that Christmas week, so we just thought we'll put a short one out there and see if anybody's interested. If if you have some time, just to kind of play along and have some fun. So do it. Merry Christmas. That's our present. Yeah. Our first time. We'll see how it goes. That's our present to you guys. Um, Anything else for, okay. for the listeners, Carl? You got anything else before we sign off? Thank you so much for, for tuning in. And I know that Derek typically asks for some feedback on your app that you use, but really we only get a fraction of people leaving feedback. And we could really it really helps us out a lot if you could leave a five-star rating. Even And if you have an extra moment, just put a couple thoughts down about our show. We're, we're happy to take some feedback and... We just would really appreciate it. So yeah, just do it. Just do the five stars. Just do it. Just just, <laughs> just do it, you guys. It's okay. Merry Christmas. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that's true. That could be a Christmas present. All right. <laughs> so I think that's a wrap, my friend. All right. So th- thanks again. And remember, it is not blistering unless Derek is bringing out some new shoes along the way. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not blistering. <laughs> I want to fly around the world. So, um, so hey guys, so Derek is actually into minimalist stuff, not just shoes. He, he, when he's out on the trail, he actually will take his shirt off to go minimalist. And he just thinks that packing the shirt in the backpack is just lighter weight. It's the same weight. But he just puts it in the backpack, and then when when people walk by, he just flexes his muscles. It's kind of embarrassing. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents. Anywhere anytime, and on any device.